1: Hello everyone, you're listening to the Rotoviz Best Ball Podcast on Rotoviz Radio. My name is Colin Kelly and you can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. And as always, I am joined by my co-host here on the Best Ball Series. it is Zachary Kruger, who you can follow at ZK underscore FFB. This is, I guess we'll say, the first true recording for the 2022 season. Off the best ball show. We did have some best ball drafts that we shared. We had some content from RotoViz Overtime and we had Steed Bananas on there as well. But this is a show where myself and Zach are going to talk about the new RotoViz tools up on the site looking directly at underdog we did have these tools obviously for many years looking at the ffpc and fanball but now the underdog tools are up on rotoviz.com so we're going to be looking at the rotoviz underdog advanced rate explorer and the rotoviz construction explorer as well for those rosters so we're looking forward to diving into this as it is best ball season 365 days a year when we get to 2022. It used to be something that we did you know, as the off-season progressed, but now we are there all the time. So Underdog, the best ball mania tree is up and running. If you want to sign up for Underdog and get yourself a sign-up bonus, you can use the code RotoViz, and that'll get you a 100% sign-up bonus up to $100. So if you put in $100, you get a bonus $100 anything else below that obviously 10 20 30 40 same applies they will double it for you so code is rotobiz zach when we look at the new tools i did touch there we have the ffpc tools up on the website and they have been there for quite some time but um we have the underdog tools added in the last week or so i know you've been in playing about with them a little bit and uh, i think i think it's gonna be a big advantage to anyone drafting an underdog this season
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, the the tools that we have over here at Rotovis have been really great, um, you know, just in in terms of uh, giving us a better way of understanding how rosters are are built and constructed, what what roster builds uh, tend to lead to higher win rates, and then, of course, how we can take advantage of that in our draft lobbies um, and and put those tools to work um, just through repetitive practice by by joining up drafts and, and building teams. So uh, the addition of the underdog uh, tools is, is just something we want to touch on here today. Uh, as you mentioned, we, we already do have these tools for FFPC and fanball, but underdog kind of rules the world right now. You can't really look left or right without running into an underdog tweet if you're on Twitter. So adding these seems fitting, and then because of that, Um, And just knowing how many people play underdog, I thought it was worthwhile just to kind of reintroduce these tools from the underdog perspective for maybe anybody who only plays on underdog. Now we have the tools for you that you guys can um, go on and check out and enjoy here. Um, So it's just going to kind of be a short episode. Um, If if you're not a subscriber to RotoViz, hopefully this episode and the the touching on these tools can can lead you to maybe getting that subscription to RotoViz so you can uh, take a look at these tools a little bit more in depth on your own. Hopefully beat your friends and your league mates and walk away with a few extra bucks in your pocket at the conclusion of the 2022 season. So um, you mentioned, column. we have two tools here. We have the Underdog Advanced Rate Explorer. We also have the Underdog Roster Construction Explorer. First one I'm going to look at is the Underdog Advanced Rate Explorer. Now, it's the Advanced Rate Explorer because this this tool is essentially built out from the perspective of underdog tournaments. Underdog also does have... Um, you know, like they' they're three, six, I think eight, t- ten, and twelve team leagues, but but it's really the tournament side of Underdog that has that has taken things by storm here. So this tool is built with a closer look at advance rates, which is essentially letting you know um, what players, what kind of rosters are advancing into the playoffs, then to the semifinals and then to the finals. In the um, in, in in the weekly playoff formats that we see over on the underdog tournament. So, um, just looking at the uh, advanced rate explorer, we have summary table tab. We have a player advanced rate explorer tab that's really cool. We have a positional heat map. We also have stack analysis and stack explorer, uh, which which are just two tools that you can can really get into and kind of kind of start galloping braining uh, stacks and ideas to see to see uh, you know what may be the most optimal approach. From a stack perspective which as we know can uh prove very very vital and you're advancing and ultimately winning of the tournament here so um the stack analysis of stack explorer awesome uh the summary table is just really going to be a quick over overview of all the players from the 2021 season we see the top here you have cooper cup who's just absolutely insane last season on their dog he had a 41980 um points for his average points for roster that had him was 1,660 points. That was also the most in the league last year on underdog. And then, of course, you have the advance rate just to the playoffs alone. Teams with Cooper Cup advanced at a 48.2% clip and even made it to the finals at 11.3% clip, uh, which was also a high for the underdog tournament last season. So um, a lot of really cool tools there. You can go into the player advanced rate Explorer. You can select a focus player and in this case here, the default that you see here is Dak Prescott, and then you can do a stack analysis where you pair, you know, any random number of, of Cowboys here with Dak Prescott to see how those different stacks fared in the tournament using the default example here. It's Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper and Ezekiel Elliott. You can see that a three-player stack with Dak, Elliott, and Cooper led to a 9.2% advance rate in the playoffs, just a 0.2% advance to the semis, and none of that stack did not appear in the finals, which is not surprising if you had Dak Prescott on your team. You know that he was not doing much for you come fantasy playoff time, so that's not really that surprising. But another really cool tool there just to kind of map out, um, you know, the stacks and, and and what you're looking to do and see how, how stacks in this past season Worked, um, and then the heat map, which is something that we've had for a minute as well, which shows the optimal areas to be uh, drafting players as it pertains to advance rate and um, drafts. So, so a couple of things to check out there. It's, it's certainly uh, a very visual tool uh, that that you will be able to to better understand as you as you get into it a little bit. But um, just just even the tools within the advanced Rate explorer tool, I think, are are really great. Did you have any thoughts on these tools, Colin? Before we just briefly touch on the roster construction explorer next.
1: When we look at the tools, I think you mentioned the visual aspect, and I think that's obviously part of Rotoviz. You know, having the visual aspect of some of these elements as well. But when we look at even something as simple as a summary table, it's interesting looking back. Even you know, we can filter by ADP position. You, know, you can filter by the roster total points, like you mentioned, the playoffs advance, the semifinals advance, and the finals advance. So you can sort them in all those different ways. And um, when we look at it, the first four players taken last year had a combined 0% uh, you know, qualification for the final. Obviously, not many teams are going to make it to the final based on the structure of the tournament. But even Christian McCaffrey, who missed a huge amount of last season, when we go in and look, the team still had a 10.4% playoff advance rate. And when we... Looking into then the reason for that is obviously going to be the overall construction of the team so if he was taken at 101 the players taken then at the 212 and 301 and how those teams were built and we talk a lot about the structure of your roster and how you build out those teams and obviously that leads to those advanced rates as well and likewise you'll see some players who went in the 19th round and you know, really didn't have a huge effect on rosters but those teams that he was on because of structures may have had an, uh, you know, an advanced win rate as well but I think when you look through them the key thing is to go in and kind of dig through all the different options and see where some of the edges might be so often things that you think may be the edge when it comes to these drafts and how to try and advance and come in the top two obviously to qualify to get through in these big tournaments sometimes that isn't the case. Your inclination may not be correct and it can help lead you to um, finding out some information like the Stack Explorer, like we've talked about in the past on these shows. If you want to head back and check out those ones, what the quarterback one and the wide receiver one. sometimes that isn't the best stack on these rosters for actual win rates. So it's uh, something to dive into. But yeah, the Advanced Rate Explorer does have the summary table, as you mentioned, uh, the positional heat map, which obviously we talk sometimes about the the running back dead zone and things like that and when you go into the positional heat maps you'll be able to see that loud and clear in a lot of these tools where those areas are just uh you know red rather than green and that really means you want to avoid players in those areas and there will be some players in there that you do want to target from time to time but generally in those areas um it's it's, you know the data is there based on the entrance to last season's contest there's in terms of the information that's in this for this season there's You know, close to 150,000 data points in terms of teams that were entered. So there is a lot of information to go in there uh, and analyze. You can also, for some people, you know, you want to work in your own CSV files. You are able to export all that data as well and pull that out and be able to, you know, put it into your own spreadsheets and so on if you want to go that way. But lots of good information in there. I would highly, recommend checking that out and we will touch on it a little bit later but some of the pieces up on the site over the past week we were recording this on the 12th of may with blair andrews having some work up there connor woodriscoll who won the ffpc basketball tournament last year with a piece up there and they are looking using the underdog tools at some of the builds including elite tight end builds and zero rb builds and how they were effective or unaffected in 2021 you can check all that out but when you're in those pieces you'll be able to see some of the screenshots those screenshots are taken from these tools so you're able to kind of maybe reverse engineer some of the information to see how you're getting on with using the tools but we will get into the underdog best ball roster construction explorer but we're going to do that in part two
0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: So moving on to the underdog basketball roster construction explorer, Zach. This is something that I think is like, like when we look at the FFPC version of this, and we're going to do the exact same with the Underdog version, it's a key part to what we're trying to do. When you know, I've got a lot of questions, and we're going to do some shows on it over the coming months about what do we mean when we talk about structure, and what are we trying to achieve with those builds. A lot of the information that we're making those decisions on is going to come from the Roster Construction Explorer, and then we have the FFPC one, but now we have the Underdog Best Ball Roster Construction Explorer available on the website. So let's give the, the
2: listeners a little tour of it. Yeah, so if you haven't checked out the roster construction explorer for either the FFPC or fanball formats, but if you're an underdog player, now's your chance to really get in here and take a look at that for at, at this tool as well. Uh, we got we got a lot of great things in here. The one thing that the roster construction explorer does and does very well is it not only shows you how to construct a roster, but it gives you the win rates for different constructions. So um I know that one of the things I kind of like to do when, I, when I'm just beginning out my builds, um, and we've talked on this before, I, I would assume you probably do the same, but we obviously know that with the best ball league, we're definitely not going to be drafting one quarterback. At least we probably shouldn't be drafting one quarterback given, given the win rates that we have seen here. If you go ahead and just take a quick look, you see that one quarterback teams last year in best ball had 11.5% advance rate to the playoffs that was well below the 16.7 percent average advance rate and then it, it you know it only got worse from there heading into the semifinals and then and then the finals. so um we, we know we're not going to do little things like draft just a one quarterback team so what i'll do is i'll go into the position settings i'll, I'll either do equals count two or i may do equal or greater than two quarterbacks just cuz sometimes you may entertain the idea of a three quarterback build. So, when I'm doing my builds and and preparing the roster construction explorer for what I kind of already know I'm going to be getting into, I like to set these uh position settings to uh op- optimal op- optimal builds that we're often going to be approaching just so just so I know then what I'm going to be working around after I kind of lay the base for the overall build. So, I'll usually do quarterback equals or greater than two. I'll also do the same with tight ends. We know we can't just have one tight end. So for those onesie positions, I'll usually set those two equal or greater than two. And then I just kind of build the rest of the thing, the the rest of my settings around that, because I, I know what I'm going to be getting into as far as the groundwork goes for a roster. And then what it really comes down to is... Obviously, it's going to be what what uh what what pick you receive in your draft, and then it's also going to be just your own personal preference for how you like to build a team. Obviously, here at Rotaviz, we know we like doing our zero RB or modified zero RB builds, as Column likes to reference to the folks on Twitter for a little bit of your daily triggering. Um, Column likes to drop the that that uh <laughs> that remark from time to time, so. Um, we like to do that here. Um, just just plugging in something to use a quick example of it, and hopefully, hopefully, paint a picture for the listeners. I have quarterbacks set at greater than or equal to two. I have tight ends equal to two, and we're just going to take a look at what a zero RB build may look like, an underdog um, from the tournament perspective last year. So I'm, I'm
1: going to just ahead on it before you jump into that. You mentioned yeah. the advanced rate to the playoffs of 11.5 percent for one quarterback teams it will also show you in the roster construction explorer because when we dive down into some of these options we'll be looking say for a zero rb build with an elite tight end for example and the sample size will get narrowed down the more specific you become so it's important as well to look you might have something that looks like a 80 percent, you know advanced rate but then you might have it narrowed down so much that the number of teams that have actually done that is you know 10 teams so for example yeah. when you talk about the quarterbacks it does show you that 905 teams last year did take only one quarterback in the tournament and when we look then, the teams that took five quarterbacks was 752 they only had an 8.4 percent advance rate so it's really bad to take five quarterbacks it's bad to go on it's really bad to take five but when we look at it then um for the teams with two three and four we have eighty-two thousand teams that took two quarterbacks we have over 65,000 teams who took three and then we have 5,000 who took four but the advance rate is 17.5 percent for teams who took two and 16.1 percent for teams who took three and then it's 13.4 percent for those teams who took four so the sweet spot is two to three quarterbacks so that's what you'll often hear that being talked about as a two or three quarterback build with quarterbacks you definitely don't want to have one because then the bye week you're definitely getting no points and then if there's an injury to that quarterback you're getting no points all season long for the portion of time that they are out so two to three and when you go with the two then obviously that's going to give you the option to uh pull in other positions for the rest of your build so um It's good again like we talked about with the visualization it is a color scheme from green to red with the different fadings in between so you can go in and really pull this information out quite quickly it also breaks it down for the uh roster points for those teams on the advanced rates on the way through so really detailed information but um just wanted to break it down a little bit more in case people hadn't checked out at when we had the ffpc tool but a lot of detailed information telling you exactly the splits for each position and that, but it can get filtered down. So if you go for two quarterbacks with a tight end taken in the first two rounds, that's obviously going to lower that number of 82,752 for two quarterbacks down quite significantly. So when you start to tailor it, you may only have 600 of an option but it might have a 25 percent advance rate so it is a case that that will lead to a high advance rate but it's also a very small portion of the total field of one hundred and fifty-five thousand entries so you have to take that into consideration as well
2: yeah it's very easy when you're first looking at the ross construction explorer to get excited about a build because you see like a crazy high advance rate um, and then semi-finals rate and things of that nature but then when you look at it and you see there's only two teams out of you know, hundreds of thousands that did that it probably means that you shouldn't be getting excited about it. There, there, there could very well be a reason that, uh, that that team, you know, those those one or two teams actually advanced to the level that they did. They they may
1: have had Cooper Cup and Mark Andrews, and you know, they could have just had the, the absolute uh, Jamar Chase sprinkled in there. Right. <laughs>
2: they could they could have had one or two of just the absolute right players in there that caused that team to advance, and it was less about.
1: Debo Samuel could be on there as well.
2: <laughs> right. you might you you might learn that those the, both of those teams had Debo Samuels, and that the the overall construction actually wasn't that great. But we know that having the right player still plays a huge factor into just how your teams are going to perform. I went ahead and I just set the Ross Construction Explorer to greater than or equal to two quarterbacks. I set it to tight end equal to two. And then I went ahead over to the round by round settings, um, which this is where you're going to kind of map out in theory how you might be building your team. I did running back one selected after round seven. That would definitely be a pretty good start to a zero RB draft. If that's where you're looking to do that there. So that's in theory saying you're going to be taking your, your, run, your first running back in round eight. Um, looking down at the advance rates for that, we see that two quarterback builds who did that last season in the Underdog tournament, there were 1,188 teams who did that. 1,187 of those are probably Rotovis subscribers. Um, there, was, there was not a great advance rate to the playoffs. That was just below average at 14.7%. But then you can actually see that in the semifinals, there's a 2.69% for the semifinals advance rate and even a 0.25% um rate right there for the finals. so we actually had a couple of those teams that appeared in the finals last season in the underdog fantasy best ball tournament um with, with well above average win rates um for the semifinal portion of that um of the of the tournament which i think just kind of speaks to again what we like most about zrb is again the viability that this these lineups can have in tournaments um, as they hopefully become a little bit more unique relative to the field as teams start to drop off. We hopefully have a couple of those players that everyone else needs um, on their rosters to advance because we decided to go with zero RB and draft those players late. It opens up the possibility that there are less player, less teams with those players who maybe went running back early and thus didn't have a need for the zero rb players that are actually going to result and hopefully you're advancing and then ultimately winning of the tournament or or in some cases even a 12 team league is still very very viable as well so that, that that's a very quick um just touching on the roster construction explorer do you have anything to add to that column before we get out of here no i think we've covered a
1: lot of ground there um and i think it should help along as a kind of companion piece of your check and i the tools i mentioned the articles up on site from blair andrews for the best ball tournament workshop i would check that out when you are going in and diving into the tools for the first time but if you have used the ffpc version of the tools these are very similar to pretty much identical but as we get ready to finish up we mentioned the tools on the website if you aren't subscribed to Rotoviz yet you can sign up and get yourself a 10 percent discount using the code rv radio 2022 that gets you 10 percent off for your subscription gets you access to all of the content and all of the tools up on the website you can go to rotaviz.com forward slash podcast for more information if you are listening to this show also and you've got to this point off the podcast if you want to win yourself a 50 dollar credit for the ffpc or underdogfantasy.com you can go into the show notes of today's show. There is a link to a tweet that I have set up. it as my pinned tweet on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. You retweet that and subscribe to the RotoViz YouTube channel, which is also in that link, and you'll be entered into a draw for a chance to win $50 credit for either of your choosing, the FFPC or underdogfantasy.com. So don't miss out. Also help us grow that RotoViz channel we are heading towards 1,000 subscribers thank you for the continued support for everyone listening in that is going to do it for this episode my co-host on today's show is zachary kruger make sure you're checking out all of his work on twitter at zk underscore FFB. you can find him over at nbc sports edge covering all things fantasy football over there and of course you can find him on rotoviz.com as well my name is colin kelly you can follow me on twitter at overtime ireland and until we're back with another show have a good one